Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. So, um, I think we're currently on uh, looking at qualifications frameworks, and the idea behind that is having a ready, um, what should I say, sketch or script or outline of questions that you can ask when you are involved in the sales question to be sure that you're speaking to the right person, uh, there's a right need, um, they're ready to make a decision, there's a sense of urgency in in the situation and both of you are in sync when it comes to uh, monetary expectations. Now the reason why all this is important is because we've been looking at this overarching theme of whether you should apply pressure in sales and my answer was no, you shouldn't be using uh, pressure or looking for overt or covert ways of um, influencing or pressurizing people, but rather you should work with whatever motivations are already there. Work with the personal motivations that already exist and then take it from there, use that to close the sale. And so how do you find out what the personal motivations are? And that is by using these qualification frameworks. So in the last episode, I believed I looked at uh, want, need, afford, and urgency which is something that has been used in the real estate space, championed by the old man himself, uh, Tom Hopkins, uh, really old school guy, uh, I think from 80s, um, also back in his heyday, or at least the material that I have from him, I think was from 80s or maybe 90s. Either way, I'm considered um, old school by people my age. And right now, I'm going to introduce you guys, for those of you who are newbies, I'm sure that the old people on the podcast have already heard me talk about this before, um don't worry no need to skip even though it's something i've spoken about before i'm not going to take up too much of your time today so this is just a introduction uh for the newbies and uh please newbies as you scroll uh, below to the older episodes you know pay attention there's uh lots of useful nuggets that we've done there over the past 108 episodes that we have had so far since we started this podcast last year um, oh, once again, thank you guys um, very much for being along with me for the journey um, so far. Um, over a thousand downloads, um, 108 episodes, and so thank you guys very much. And um, yeah, anyway, thanks. I do not take your time and attention lightly. Okay, so now back to the uh, framework that we're going to look at today, and that is SPIN, an acronym S P I N. S for situational questions, P for problem questions, I for implication questions, and then N for the need payoff questions. Um, no need to write this down. If you're uh, driving, just listen to it at a later date and you'll be able to jot all these things down. Now, um, like I said in two or three episodes back, this is something that um, was invented by the dude, the sales consultant, uh, Neil Rackham, and based on interviews done with um, sales representatives um, in America uh, to see, just to try and discover the secret sauce, what uh, people do to be um, successful in sales. And so it was part of the guy's research, Neil Rackham's research, to find um, that what good salespeople do is that they ask uh, spin-related questions. They ask questions around what the current situation is. They ask questions about what the problem is, they ask questions about what the implications or the need payoff are. I mean, basically, they just ask questions to help 
the potential customer discover that there's a problem here and that um, you know it's not just beans we're pricing that I actually am here to um, get rid of a big problem that is causing you this amount of um, headache now in my opinion I think wedding planners at least wedding planners in Abuja already I think they already use um, the spin framework and they don't quite uh, know it because typically you will find that when the wedding planner at least the wedding planners that I know when they sit down with the bride they start asking the general questions that basically you can sum up to okay so what's the situation you know um, how far have you guys gone have you done the trad are we still at toasting stage um, what's the whole idea you know what's the scope what's the big picture I mean uh, they're asking um, questions that help them assess what the general um, situation is and then before they go into talking about pricing and packages and things like that there's some wedding planners who lead with that and definitely I'd say 90% of photographers just lead with that they just throw out the pricing sheet but there are a couple of people out there who actually try and get a um, you just try to understand the lay of the situation. They try to figure out where the bride and groom, where the families are in this process, first of all, before you start um, getting into the specifics of talking price and uh, uh, what else might be involved. So after the situation questions, to understand the lay of the land, there are also the um, problem questions because it's possible that you're with a bride um, and a groom like I was with the bride earlier today. And as far as she's concerned, wedding planner, there's no need for a wedding planner. Momsy can take care of everything. You know, and there's some people who think that that's absolutely um that that's absolutely fine with them. So you as a wedding planner at this stage of the conversation, um this is where some of you switch to asking those questions to help the bride and her family realize that there is a problem there because I've seen one wedding planner do this quite beautifully um, because I happened to be at the meeting and we're discussing uh, my own um, what will I say my own segment or my own role and of course the wedding planner pointed out that uh, the family photos that they had in mind would not work except if they had a wedding planner and um, of course you know I had to back up on that because you know it is the truth you're planning a wedding you want mommy to be in the photo, you want baby brother to be in the photo, you want everybody to be in the photo. But the truth is, if you don't have a wedding planner on that day, mommy is not going to want the family to be embarrassed. So she's going to be running helter-skelter to make sure that, um, you know, the food is on point, the vendors are there, the hall is made up. Baby brother is not going to be there because, you know, it's big sis's wedding and he wants it to go uh he wants it to you know he wants everything to run smoothly so he's going to be running around have the cars been washed um have they been serviced have they been sent to the venue what about the drinks have they been cooled is the truck on the way you know things like that and um so anyway bottom line is um it's at points like this that wedding planners are some wedding planners astute wedding planners are able to ask um those problem questions to help them discover that in in fact there is indeed a problem here that we are trying to solve that if you're trying to have a um, um stress-free wedding not everybody is about the whole eliminating pain thing and being stress-free. Some people just want, um, you know, an uber sophisticated and high-class wedding. Whatever the problem is, it's at this stage that you start asking those questions that dig in so that uh, we see that there is a problem. And then the application and the need payoff questions. The idea behind them basically is asking um, our brides and grooms the questions that make them realize that um, 
a lot of um, how do I put it that unpleasant stuff uh, can go down and uh, these things are indeed important because if at that stage the wedding planner pointed out that if you don't get a wedding planner you're not going to get these photos um, and then she asked the question um, are you guys okay with that and she says okay yeah I'm fine I'm fine with Momsi not being in the photo and it's okay if Chukudi is not in, uh, is not in the wedding photos at all and really you now know as a wedding planner that um, there is no uh, really there's no need for you to be there they really don't think there's any problem any which way you look at it because you've asked the implication questions um, they are now the implications actually out front in front of them they've assessed it and they really don't think um, it's a problem that uh, they're going to plan it themselves everybody will be hands on deck and they really don't think that there's going to be any problem if people don't show up in photos or if people are running around uh, sweaty and don't have um, a pleasant um, experience you know maybe for them the most important thing is that um, their guests are well taken care of and if the guests are well taken care of but they are absolutely knackered at the end of the day and they miss a lot of the uh, proceedings then it's not that much of a big deal so that's just the idea behind uh, the um, this uh, qualification framework the spin process so remember that's an acronym that stands for situation um, questions and that is something that wedding planners already do beautifully I've noticed that they sit at the table and they start asking questions to try and find out you know um, where they are because if you're sitting down with the bride and the groom and really the groom just um, proposed yesterday it's it's going to be not as involved as the sale process as if um, the bride and the groom uh, the proposal happened maybe a couple of months ago and they've done uh, the wine carrying is, is that the ubuanku i can't remember what it's called so let's say they've done the the wine carrying both people are finally on board and we're now running full steam ahead and we have a date of september 28th for instance um for the wedding so that's a totally um different situation so i'll leave it at that for uh, spin for wedding planners who are paying attention to this particular episode i'll say i recommend that you do some research there because i think it's a framework that you guys already do and are going to be able to um internalize quite well so again fellows um neil rackham and it's uh i think the title of the book was uh, spin selling Remember that it was written in a business-to-business -business context, so it's not for more, uh, or let's say, personal, personal industries like ours, weddings and stuff like that. But the key insights that you're going to get and the key processes that come for it, from it can be um, applied to those of us in the wedding space. So, at uh, the next episode, we'll look into the final one, which is BANT. There are a whole lot more qualifications frameworks, but I think these are just the easier to remember, easiest to remember. Want, need, afford, and urgency, spin, and then BANT. So, after BANT, we'll move on in the conversation, in this general conversation of how do you influence customers to buy from you? How do you influence them? Should you influence them to buy from you? So thank you very much for listening to the uh, Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.